0: Hi, thanks for downloading Pep Talk. If you enjoy today's episode, why not get a free copy of Andy's book or my book by becoming a regular supporter. Visit us at solas-cpc.org and donate just £3 per month. Thanks so much. On with the show.
1: Well, hello, and welcome to PEP Talk, the Persuasive Evangelism Podcast. I'm Andy Banister from the Solar Centre for Public Christianity up in Scotland, and I'm joined as ever uh, by my co-host all the way from London, Christy Mayer. Christy, how you doing? How are you doing this afternoon?
0: Oh, hello, Andy. You're doing very well, thank you very much. Just enjoying the uh, the grounds of Oak Hill. It's uh, it's a lovely place to be. Too much information. Didn't need to know. How are you doing?
1: (laughs) I'm in the building site, out my window. It's sort of concrete and, oh, and, and I'm diggers. So but sorry. Okay. Oh. Well, you are outnumbered today as a Londoner, as uh, because uh, <laughs> I'm coming it. to you from Dundee, and we have a guest all the way from Glasgow, uh, Murray McNichol. Murray, welcome to Pep
2: Talk. Thank you very much.
1: Well, it's uh, great to have you on the show, Murray, and uh, for people who don't know anything about you, who don't know your name at all, why don't you sort of begin by telling us a bit about, you know, who are you, and sort of basically how did you end up sitting in front of a microphone talking to us this afternoon what's what's the what's the journey you've been on um
2: well um i guess the the immediate the immediate reason is that uh, i encountered Andy bannister on a couple of occasions um, <laughs> oh dear over the, <laughs> over the last uh, year or so or, or year and a half um, and um uh, i guess the first of these was was an event that um that we did at the at the church um, to uh, encourage uh, members to invite um, some of their friends or relatives who weren't Christians um, to come for a curry um, one evening. So I think that was that was last year and that was the, the first the first time I met Andy. Um, subsequent to that, we did we did a confident Christianity um, session in the church um, earlier this year and just uh, got that in before the the COVID curtains came down. Mm-hmm.
1: But as well as the, the church-based stuff, you're also, um, you're also a bit of a business person, right? You're, a, I guess I'd an yeah. entrepreneur, actually, given the sort of stuff you've done,
2: right? Well, yeah, I, I'm an accountant, chartered accountant by background, uh, but um, uh, that um, finally became too dull, I think, and um, uh, I started a software business um, with a, uh, a friend uh, a few years ago, and uh, that uh, is in the catering software um, sector. Um, providing software to businesses who want to feed their um, employees in their workplace. Uh, so it, it's been fairly difficult times over the last six months, but um, we're, we're we're now starting to to recover. I think hmm. we
1: wouldn't do, do we wouldn't dare do any jokes about chartered accountancy being sort of boring and dull <laughs> because we'll get complaints.
0: Oh, So essentially, you're you're a Christian in the in the workplace in the business mm-hmm. world. How how have you found that?
2: Um, well, in some respects, I think it's, it's easier for, for me um, in, in that um, it, it's kind of my business um, and uh, that means that I, I don't, I, I can, can pretty much set the rules um, and um, things that perhaps go on in other businesses that, that Christians might struggle with, um, I, I I hope very much that that i I rule out here and 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 that we're a very kind of straightforward and straight um and honest um organization where everybody is is treated well um so i i think from from that point of view it's it's easier and I do sympathize with a lot of um uh Christians who are perhaps in workplaces where things happen where they they maybe struggle with with them um and, and and that by being a whole lot of different um different aspects of their work um and, and things that they're asked to do and maybe training they're asked to undertake and so on that 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 maybe doesn't um but it, it, it just means i have a great advantage here and in, in not having to take on some of these things
0: because hmm. um, one of the things that uh, we do as christians very often is we're very tempted to separate evangelism from the business world the workplace mm-hmm. whatever it is mm-hmm. and it just sounds like you've been given such a um a unique opportunity particularly in this niche area of business that that you're in um with giving software to to catering businesses how have you mm-hmm. how have you found have you had any evangelistic opportunities how have you found that kind of dimension of your christian life in the work in the yeah. workspace
2: um in some respects as the as the boss i feel like you have to be a little bit careful about um uh being too directive if if you like in relation to these things but in conversations over um we've got a nice little kitchen area in in the business and just just um general and conversations at at lunchtime um um, or during breaks and sometimes we can have a sort of meaning of life type conversation i think that's Mm -hmm. probably the sort of introduction to things, rather than rather than kind of opening the Bible on the on the breakfast bar or whatever. But um, I just uh, a conversation about um, about meaning. I think is is something that a lot of people um, really welcome, um, and sometimes uh, you can obviously move that um, towards the the Christian worldview if you like, and and um, to explaining explaining that.
1: Mm-hmm. I love the um I love the idea of sort of creating conversations at at the workplace and i've I've heard others say similar things Murray are there any sort of sort of sort of tips or strategies or things that you found have worked well for starting those those conversations obviously we could we could pray that those opportunities open up, but are there sort of ways you found of sometimes sort of you know sowing the seeds a little bit so people ask the kind of questions
2: At the moment um we have this kind of global um, global pandemic i, I guess um that 's challenged a lot of people in terms of um what they thought would be their perhaps their life pattern and so on and and really what 's what's what 's what's, what's it all about if you like and and I guess from there it 's possible to to move move to a more uh, spiritual plane in in, in really in relation to the christian world view of things
0: mm. so we we are asking just so many more questions at the moment aren 't we I found that um, with my own friendships, that it's it's so much easier to kind of move from uh, the suffering in the world to talking about God because we're just seeing it, aren't we? In this very materialistic kind of society, suddenly all of that our comforts are being stripped away, and we're kind of thinking, "Oh gosh, what what is going on with life? How how does that work? How do you um, how do you best go about doing something like that?" Because I imagine that you know, thinking about a curry evangelistic um, event sounds amazing but it also sounds like a lot of hard work and you know a lot of people that's going to be needed to do that what do you think it might look like as you mentioned perhaps um particularly with the pandemic backdrop how can we go about creating spaces like that where we can invite friends at the moment
2: you know the the main thing is is that you engage someone who's very um engaging um and credible um because what you want to do is is give people confidence to to invite their friends um you know sometimes church church things can be a bit churchy if i can put it that way and um to, to people who are not used to that world if you like it's just it's just to an extent um alien and, and, and strange and um and if you can create a, a an atmosphere and an ambiance in, in a restaurant where and people are served nice food and they have good conversation over over a dinner um And then after that, um, people are relaxed and listen um, listen to Andy Bannister or um, Christy, I don't know if you do that sort of thing as well, but um, uh, an an everyday engaging speaker who probably challenges them and and makes them think in ways that they haven't before, um, but in a completely um, unthreatening environment. Um, And I think the the key key is is to create confidence um, for people to invite. And and I think we said in the the church that we don't come uh, don't come unless you're bringing somebody, um, because I think sometimes Christians like to go to these things, um, and, and really that's that wasn't the that wasn't the point. Um, so uh, we we were reasonably firm in, in saying, you know, bring some your family, a friend who's who's not a Christian, and um, and that will that will make the night the night worthwhile.
1: I think it's funny you say that, Mario. Um, I've done lots of these events over the years, and I've I've come across churches, you know, even taking things a little bit further than you did there and sort of saying you know we're only going to sell tickets in pairs and the implication is you know, buy one for yourself buy one for your friend but don't you come sh- don't you t- don't you come showing up on your own if you're a christian and don't you just come bringing your mate from the church around the corner either we want to see from <laughs> um, there I, mean, I love the way you describe the event i love doing it for you because I, I think i think you know bringing events into those kind of spaces is is really powerful actually mm-hmm. because they're very acceptable mm-hmm. for a relax. Did you get yeah. any feedback from sort of non-Christian folks who came on the night? Did you hear any stories or comments yeah. afterwards about yeah, I how mean, people found coming to the event in that kind of space?
2: Yeah, we, we, I mean, it was it was hugely positive. We we, we did a, f- a feedback sheet at the end, uh, and all the feedback was was hugely positive. I think I think, um, and I don't want to to, to um, feed your ego too much, Andy. But um, I think- <laughs> oh no,
0: here <laughs> we go. Here we
2: go. <laughs> the negative feedback was. Was could the talk not have been longer? I think was.
0: was... (laughs) He's going to dine out on that for such a long time.
1: Checks the post.
2: (laughs) 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 Um, But uh, one thing I would say about about it is, sounds quite important for these things because, you know, if the speaker can't be heard, then it's, it's no good. So. You do make sure you've got a sound guy um and, and for questions it's very useful if, if if you can have a kind of roving mic if you like and then everyone can hear because sometimes that's that's difficult and and, and um hmm. the sound's important i think and if you can if you can sort that out um usually churches have sound guys and, and and usually if you speak to them nicely they'll they'll do these things for you that's what i found
1: the other um one of my other memories of that of that night as well uh, you know Murray was also that during the talk I, I noticed that quite a few of the kitchen staff were actually standing at the entrance of the door listening and that's yeah. something I've learned over the years as well That there's a whole other audience there if it's in a mm-hmm. if it's in mm-hmm. a restaurant you've got the staff if it's in a bar you've got the bar staff and so that's an audience too
2: yeah no I, I, absolutely and, and and the the lady who, who runs the restaurant said to me afterwards um you know that that was absolutely great so so interesting and you know when are you coming back? <laughs>
1: Oh dear. You
2: <laughs> meant
0: Murray, not me, mate. Not me. Yeah. Murray. Uh, one of these things that um that I found quite interesting with the the conversation about, you know, don't don't bring friends or or do bring friends is that sometimes I think with some events, um, what happens is Christians do just bring along their their fellow Christian mates. But one of the things that I found very helpful on that is to kind of say, even if you don't have a friend, um, which hopefully you do, um just come anyway and own each other's friends like get to know one another mm-hmm. in community and mm-hmm. really kind of invest in that how as a church um community have you have you found kind of events like this in terms of cultivating an evangelistic culture
2: mm-hmm. yeah well I, I think they're they're hugely helpful um and i think um you know on, on the back of um that event that we did we, we ran the confident christianity conference in the church and and again um i i think you know, we, we get a lot of good Bible teaching um, in our church, um, but but sometimes it's just useful to approach things from 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 the other direction, um, and I think that's what organisations like SOLAS, um do very well, um, and, and I think it, it does build confidence um, in 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 people's faith uh, when they um, can can rationalise and reason their faith from from a from a non-biblical biblical starting point, and that's maybe not the best way of, ex- of, of expressing it. But um, the apologetic side, I think, is very helpful for all Christians to, to understand and and gives confidence in talking to um, non-Christians about, about their faith.
1: One of the other questions I had um, about the way you did that curry event, and I know this is a question I hear others sort of say when they're thinking about these things, or is how how do you decide what topic to have the, the speaker address? Because that's a key thing to get right too, isn't it? To go to make sure that one is actually addressing something that our non-Christian friends and neighbours and colleagues want to hear. How did you go about yeah. finding the topic, deciding what we should what we should look at?
2: Yeah, well, I think I think um, memory. I asked you for, for some suggestions and you gave me a list of five or six um, sort of things. <laughs> And um, Bannister decided. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't. Have said. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but I think it's useful to have a starting point, and and then I kind of thought thought, um, and, and ultimately, I think we we titled the night the, the problem of happiness. Um, mm. And um, I guess the area that the church is in is is relatively well off, and 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 people are uh, generally fairly self sufficient and and doing okay. Thank you very much. Um, mm. In a way, but. Um, you know that that um, only goes so far I think and and I think we thought that that was that was probably quite a good approach for for work for the area we lived in
0: and then um, you've also had um, quite a bit of experience in terms of Christianity explored as well haven't you oh,
2: yeah yes um in, in the church we've, we've recently uh, run a Christianity explored um, an online um uh, course and and that, that went very, very well. I mean it was it was relatively small. I think there's seven, seven or eight um plus the leaders. Uh, but from that we've had um professions of, of faith in the church just over the last few weeks. So um it's been um it's it's been amazing how, how that um has has really worked. Um mm-hmm. and um uh it was my wife who was who was one of the leaders involved in that and um I, I think uh, she and and, and, and uh, the other leader uh, were, you know, hugely encouraged by the enthusiasm, I, I think, as much as anything, of, of those who participated. Because you, you kind of maybe wondered whether it was possible to generate that on a, on a remote basis. But mm. uh, every every person attended every week, pretty much, which is unusual for, for, for these types of events. Usually people maybe have a night or two, a night or two off. But um, attendance, I think, was... Was hundred percent across the board, and and the level of of engagement and um enthusiasm uh, was was beyond what they, they they had hoped for. I think.
1: Is is it also true, uh, Murray, that to a degree, I think things like the, the you know the the curry type event that you did, and Christianity explored those things fit together quite well because I think sometimes on things like Christianity explored or Alpha or whatever a church is using, you know, finding the non folks to come can be a challenge but if you yeah. do like a curry event like you guys did that's almost like a sort of pre-evangelism thing right you yeah. can sort of put your stall out and then sort of Hoover up the people who are interested
2: right yeah no i, I completely agree it just it just paves paves the way and 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 certainly um, we had um you know a, a number of people who who were at that curry event um who who had actually previously been to alpha but um and 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 came to the curry event and came to the um and actually came also to people who were nominally perhaps involved in the church but who really deepened their their faith through through um a particularly confident christianity um, event i thought it was it was it was for christians um but um we we encouraged the whole the whole church whole church to to come and um, i think that i think that was was hugely beneficial
0: and what did that look like for the christianity explored event as you said it was you know it's, it's a remote um event mm. things are moving online how did it's amazing that you had such consistency and with those seven or so people um mm. how did you go about doing that how did you encourage encourage people to come what did that look like mm. i think
2: i think um uh, well g- generally with these things personal invitations work work best and and um we've got a few people in the church who are very good at inviting people um to things i i have to say that my wife is probably probably one of them um and mm-hmm. uh she i think got a number of people involved and 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 the, the minister um always um if someone uh is is invited by the minister that that counts for something still um in there in these days and I, I think a few came along via via our minister. But, uh, it, it was it was yeah i mean very encouraging and 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 all all are being followed up and and looking for follow-up and um as a as, a, um, as i say i think one or two of them professed faith in the in the church just three or four weeks ago
1: hmm. that's just so encouraging to hear that story of how it sort of you know begins with you know sort of thinking about faith and works its way down through christianity explore to to actually making a commitment to the end um I'm aware we're kind of running out of time, Murray. So I guess a kind of last kind of question I just want to sort of throw out to, to sort of leave you, uh, first to leave uh, listeners with, uh, sometimes I think I get the sense that some Christians are a bit discouraged know, we live in quite a secular kind of context. Evangelism is perhaps, you know, difficult. You've got to think creatively. But what I love about the stories you've told today and having got to know you over the last kind of couple of years, so you struck me as actually quite encouraged. That there's, there's life going on, there's things happening. Would you Would you say as you look out around you and what the church is doing, you know, you're you're encouraged by what's going on, or um, or where are you? But you you seem quite upbeat.
2: Yes, I, I think. Our, well, certainly our, our church context. I mean, um, you know, I think it would be much better if we could all be back meeting, uh, meeting together. And and, and the COVID um, situation has has created many challenges. But we're we're back meeting in the church. Um, and and I think, uh, you know, w- with all our restrictions in place, but but it's 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 it, Hugely different, I think, um, to 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 being so remote from people and and, and connecting through a Facebook, um, but but yes, no, I, well, I mean, you know, um, God doesn't doesn't go away, um, and um, it, it's just up to us to have the confidence just to step out in our faith and and to live it and to and to speak it.
0: Well, thank you so so much. For your time today, Murray, it's great to hear about these different ways in which uh, the Lord has been um, at work in you, and 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 through these different ways, uh, I, th- I think I think I feel really encouraged just to kind of talk to talk to friends and perhaps think about how I can make the most of spaces at the moment. Um, thank you so so much for your time. Uh, I think this is it actually for us for today from um, Andy Bannister and myself. Thank you so much for for joining us. And we really look forward to joining you in a couple of weeks uh, for our next episode of Pep Talk.